Welcome to the Future of Medicine podcast, where we believe that feeling great and living a long time is possible and that your healthcare should help you get there. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Wenzel. My hope is simple, that this show will help you along your journey to becoming the healthiest, strongest, and most powerful version of you possible. Now, let's jump into the show. Everybody, before we jump into this episode of the podcast, Jen and I are really excited to talk about the magic of doing difficult things. We're going to do a dive into the concept of doing physically difficult things and how that transcends far beyond physical strength. We dig into the concept that strength is our duty as a human. Um, we get into embracing the boredom, the routine, embracing the journey of doing hard things, and that being strong, physically strong, is a multiplier, a compounder of our efforts and energy, and you won't want to miss this episode. Hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Future of Medicine podcast. I am Dr. Wenzel, joined, as always, by Jen Justice. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Super great. Super great. Well, we both survived COVID. We did. There's that. There's that. And neither of us are (laughs) hacking into the (laughs) microphone here. Oh, my goodness. I'm really excited about this. Um, Really a continuation of our first couple podcasts from the new year, really centered in this idea of embracing the journey Mm -hmm. uh, and who you become along the way. This episode is called The Magic of Doing Difficult Things. You know, this really starts with a story that we have together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a good one. It is, it is a really great story. And, <clears throat> and I think the, the magic of doing hard things, there are really three take home points that, that I want to uh, discuss with you today. And it starts with this story. But principle number one is that being strong, like physically strong, is your duty. Yeah, I believe that strength and being a powerful human is a duty that we all have to feel and actually be physically strong. And it was the origin of this concept was maybe I was a couple years into my reclaiming fitness journey Mm -hmm. and I came into work one day and we were talking about exercise or something. And you said, that you were really proud of like the work I was putting in or whatever. And I said, well, you know, thank you. (laughs) And then you said, yeah, but it's easy for you. And I was like, what, why is, why is it easy for me? Cause you like working out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I remember saying, and you'll, you remember this probably clearer, but I I said something like, no, Jen, I I don't, you're confused. I, I, I don't like working out. I deserve the results. I want the results. And I understand that how I'm going to map to the result is working out. And I'm learning to embrace the process of working out because I really, really, I want the result more than I don't want to work out. Yeah. And I think that would really messed you up. You're like, wait, I just assumed it was really easy for you and you really liked it. Mm -hmm. Well, not only that, but like, I've always been an active person, so you know, not not a lazy person by any means. I've always had some sort of physical activity in my life, but never a really dialed in strength training routine. 
And so, I mean, I was bored in the 70s, so like we did step aerobics and we did yeah. jazzercise or like something like that. Zumba, I, I'm horrible at because I have no <laughs> coordination. But to actually like be a female and throw around some dumbbells or some, you know, weights like that is just not in my comfort zone at all or wasn't. <clears throat> and so also to share my Apple Watch fitness with my boss can work both ways, right? Uh-huh. So I think I was in the gap <clears throat> going back to the gap of the gain with my Mm -hmm. fitness at that time. And I was like, man, why can I not have this amazing motivation like Dr. Wenzel? Like he gets up every morning, gets it out of the way. You know, I have to be at work so early. There's no way I could ever be like a morning workout person. And plus he clearly loves it. Yeah. Like you just come in so happy. It's so easy for him. (laughs) Yeah. It just seems so just kind of effortless. And through our conversation, really found out that, hey, you know, it's, it is hard for me too, meaning you, mm-hmm. but here is the strategy and kind of the mental gymnastics that I go through each morning to kind of make that happen. And even now through our, our journeys together have noticed, and you and I have talked about this, that we both kind of miss it when we don't do it. For like sure. the week that we had COVID just wasn't feasible at all to work out didn't feel like it and then having that conversation of wow when it's absent from my life I actually miss it now which Mm -hmm. is a huge the point of the story being um who you become along the way is more important than actually doing the thing because when you start a a strength training routine and in my experience and yours as well it sucks in the beginning like it's just very much you hurt <laughs> it mm-hmm. you know and if you're, you've not been active and uh, you don't get a trainer or a coach to kind of help you you know your risk of injury is elevated but it can be difficult because you're not going to see the result right away mm-hmm. but if you stick with it and you just build that consistency and that motivation will come things just get easier but you you kind of get that mental Toughness. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. From doing the hard thing over and over and over again and showing up for yourself. And one of the things you said to me, too, if I could jump in real quick, is that you deserve the result. That to me Mm -hmm. spoke volumes to me because I never really thought about it as deserving to be Mm -hmm. strong, deserving to be active. Um, It was always kind of torturous and like, oh, I've got to go work out. (laughs) Well, as, as someone who works close with you and we spend a lot of time together, there was a period in the kind of immediate future from this moment where I was complimenting your efforts working out and you spun around (laughs) with all kinds of sass and kind of confidence and said on the heels of me being complimentary, I do hard things, Dr. Wenzel. (laughs) Yeah, I do. And I, all joking aside, this is really critical to this first concept of It is our duty to be strong. It is our Mm -hmm. duty to do hard things. And you cannot separate, like our entire existence as a human is in this. Yeah. It's in our physical body. Right. And we all crave to be strong and powerful. And the best way to demonstrate to yourself that you're actually strong and powerful is to be strong and powerful. Mm -hmm. And it is completely changes the game as an individual going from a place of being physically weak and therefore feeling intermittently or all chronically emotionally weak Mm -hmm. inability to make decisions then you start believing 
that maybe you don't deserve. Mm -hmm. Like it gets really, really sideways really fast. And I just believe that we all have a duty to ourselves. This is our only lap around the track. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is all we get. That's right. And we have a duty to ourselves to be as strong and powerful as possible. And nothing sets you on that trajectory like doing something physically hard every day. Mm -hmm. And I love that. The second concept here on the magic of doing hard things is that, <clears throat> and this is where a lot of people go sideways, and you alluded to it a little bit, but you have to embrace the journey. S strength training is boring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being physically fit is horribly boring. Mm -hmm. Being married for 50 years, when you look at like what it takes to be successful, they're very boring things mm -hmm. to be financially independent. It's boring. Mm -hmm. Investing like Warren Buffett, the greatest investor ever, is wildly boring. Mm -hmm. And you have to embrace the journey. And this alludes a little bit to what we talked about on the last episode, where we're talking about how to measure your progress and measure your success, that you can't keep hostage your joy and enthusiasm in the actual goal. Right. The measuring while pursuing the goal has to be done backwards where you notice progress so that you can celebrate. I'm doing hard things. Yeah. Am I at my fitness goal? Nope. You're still not at your fitness goal. Nope. I'm not at my fitness goal. <laughs> but in a way, it kind of doesn't matter. Right. That's the horizon. And we're using it as a direction to make sure we're on the right path. Mm -hmm. But we're always looking backwards to say, 2022, I'm going to be more powerful than I was the year before. And when you can actually measure with either weights or reps or, or fatigue or just mm -hmm. the, you can't help but notice progress. Yeah. And it's so huge. And I think that is the magic in these hard things. It's hard in the beginning to be disciplined at anything, partly because it's boring. Yeah. But you talk to people who save, who invest, they hit this tipping point where all of a sudden they're like, oh, wow. I'm actually going to double down because mm -hmm. I'm I'm now getting the, the windfall of the benefit of perpetual hard thing doing. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, is that the motivation comes later for a lot of these things, especially when it comes to strength training. You and I both don't jump out of bed first thing in the morning. Not wanting, initially wanting to run, no. wanting to run or wanting no, to go work out. But you do it anyway. You do it unmotivated because you're at the point where, like you said, I want the result. And yes. so you get to that point where kind of that tipping point, and I think everybody's is different, that the staying on track is easier than getting off track. For me personally, if I do get off track where I'm inconsistent or take a few days off in a row now i'm like ooh, i better i have to get back at it because mm -hmm. i miss it or uh, i know that the end result is two more days and that's five days and then it's another week and then it's a month and that's not healthy so you know getting to that point where you self-course you've called it like course correcting mm -hmm. you know it's okay to, to rest and it's okay to take a break just don't stay there yeah you know but do it unmotivated do it when you don't feel like it and that's doing hard things all bigger, better future requires sacrifice in the here and now. Mm -hmm. There is nothing that we aspire to in our future self that is a better version of ourself that doesn't require 
sacrifice yep. um, and suffering. <laughs> and the challenge with implementing a strength training program is that in the short term, you don't see the results. Right. And you actually get a negative feedback because it hurts. And so every aspect of it seems really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And so in the beginning, it's so critical that the result is bigger than the pain. Yeah. Because what happens is, and I'm there, I look forward to working out now. I've learned to love the journey. Mm -hmm. I've learned to understand that the 60 to 90 minutes I spend five days a week putting my body through uncomfortable routines, that's actually the gateway, this little narrow gateway that I have to go through on a regular basis. And then on the back end, it opens me up to all the freedom uh, th and the benefit that I'm looking for. And I, I have certainty what's mm -hmm. on the other side. Mm -hmm. So I actually get excited about going into these painful short-term situations because it the short-term suffering creates long-term freedom. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to short-term benefit by saying, no, it's too cold. No, I'm sore. No, I'm tired. No, I have a busy morning. And yeah, in the short term, it's easier, but it creates long-term lack of achieving mm -hmm. and suffering. Yeah. And you've shared with me too that getting the hard thing done out of the, out of the way first thing, like the rest of your day is great. Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of things getting my life back together that are significant, mm -hmm. but I honestly can't tell you one thing that would be more impactful <clears throat> or that has been more impactful than doing the hardest thing I'm going to do physically as soon as I'm out of bed. Yeah. The rest of the day has just this funny way <laughs> of being kind of laughable. Mm -hmm. Like running in 17 degrees, I hate running. I certainly hate running in the dark and the cold, and I'm not even awake yet. I don't even wait till I'm awake. Mm -hmm. I used to make the mistake of waiting till I'm awake to go <laughs> running. And I found out, well, the best way to wake up is to just go run. Yeah. I wake up as I'm like my first 20 strides. I'm like, well, oh, yeah, and I'm kind of waking up. Mm -hmm. I, I just believe hard choices, doing hard things gives you an easy life. Mm -hmm. Doing easy things gives you a hard life. Ooh, that's good. Th there is no better future that doesn't require doing hard things. Mm -hmm. And the more we can, in the short term, realize the results are worth the pain, yep. and we give enough time, we will begin to experience the back end enough that you do hit a tipping point where you then start craving the discipline. Yeah. And that's the magic. Yep. That's the mag That's how you, you get married and you stay married for 75 years. You embrace the journey. Mm -hmm. There are hard things that you have to do in the short term, like sacrifice what you want for someone else, yep. right? Th those are hard to do. Yeah. But if you can learn to embrace those and see the beauty in those, you look forward to those opportunities to be selfless because you understand the blessing and the reward on the other end is far greater mm -hmm. than your selfish amb ambitions. Yeah. Right? Same in saving, same in wealth building, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, the Ferrari's really, really nice. <laughs> it is. But... Does it fit with the long-term plan? And is there more reward by taking those dollars and resources and applying them to something else that will give a much grander mm -hmm. reward on the back end? And the answer is 
Almost always yes. Yeah. Um, so fall in love with the process, fall in love with the results. The best case scenario is that you fall in love with the process and the results because mm-hmm. you need the love of the results to get started until you hit that tipping point and then you love the process. Yeah. And I'm there and I love the process because I love where I'm at and I understand I'm not confused mm-hmm. how I got here and I understand that if I stop doing what I'm doing, I'm going to lose what I have that I worked so hard to get. That's right. And it's, look, it, it's easier for me to just stay the course yeah. at this point. Restarting put, is hard. Restarting <laughs> is super hard. Yeah. And especially when you know and you're very aware of what you've lost. Mm-hmm. That and They've done studies where they give people an apple I think it was uh, not people, but it was monkeys. They gave a a monkey an apple, each one apple, and they measure kind of their joy and excitement and kind of their their response to that. They do another study where they give one monkey two apples and one monkey one apple, and then they take away the one apple, Mm. and they still have the one and one, but the one who lost, Mm -hmm. the pain from the feeling of losing is greater than the gain. Wow. Yeah. This is this is why weight struggles can be so powerfully negative. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's when you feel like you've lost what you had gained mm-hmm. or gained back what you've lost in this example. Mm-hmm. You know, it's better to not have made $100,000 on your investment than than to make 200 but lose 100. Right. Even though it's the same net economic impact, the psychological impact is that, yeah, but I lost. Mm-hmm. It could have been so much more. Yeah. So fall in love with the process or the results or in, in a perfect world, both. The third major concept here in this series where we're talking about the magic of doing difficult things is strength. Having physical strength is a multiplier. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about multiplier mindsets and, you know, put one in, get 10 out. This is a multiplier. Be thoughtful with where you put your energy, effort, and resources, where they multiply. And strength, committing to building strength, you will see a multiplication. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of alluded to it, where it's not just the physical body and the physical strength. But, you know, we see in my own life, I, my mindset clarity of thinking, confidence, the way I show up for my team, the yep. way I show up for my patients, the way I show up for my family, energy, the amount of commitment to stay on my diet, yep. to stay on my, my, to focus on the main thing, to really continue to create a priority around sleep, mm-hmm. all because I feel strong. Yeah. What, what, what has it done for you? Uh, for me, really, it's just been a, a confidence booster. You know, honestly, when I go to the gym now before, as a female, probably speaking to most of the females out there, (laughs) when you walk into the weight room and it's mostly male, you're very self-conscious about, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, are they looking at me? Are they watching me? Truth be told, they could care less. But now I just kind of strut in there, find my bench, get my dumbbells or whatever I'm working on that day. And I just have this sense of confidence, like I'm just going to get this done. I'm here to do work and I'm doing this for myself. Like all of those mental things kind of bleed out into that experience. But from a overall, I feel the same way that you do. My mindset is better. I walk into work with a, with a sense of confidence, of motivation. What other hard things can I do today? 
Who can I serve? How can I make this day better for me or for anybody else around me? My marriage is stronger because I think my husband looks at me like, wow, you're taking care of yourself. Mm. You're just not sitting on the couch eating Doritos. <laughs> um, no, I, I want to take care of myself for him, for myself, for, you know, my entire family. So overall, I think it's just for me a big confidence booster. Yeah, I, I see in you a real sense of accomplishment. Thank you. On days when you work out. Yeah. I mean, I can you can really tell. I'm happier, you, I think. You carry yourself. Um, I think accomplishment would be the word where the net result is confidence. Mm-hmm. But it's rooted in, I did something really hard this morning. Yeah. That I still haven't maybe got all the way to where I love it yet. Mm-hmm. It still has components that are hard. Mm-hmm. But I did it anyway. Yeah. And I see that in you. And it, it translates to the way that you care for patients, mm-hmm. the way you interact with me. When I ask your opinion, and I really, really want your opinion, which is all the time, you step into that and you give me a very confident opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly valuable to me. And it all started with, because when no one was looking and it was dark outside and cold, you you did something really hard. Yeah. And I just, I, I can't overstate that enough. And when you think about the compounding net effect of a day where you started with that hard thing and you take the same exact day with the challenges that it's going to pose you and and you didn't start with the hard thing one where you set the tone and create the confidence and you go into these days challenges you have totally different experiences oh yeah which then puts you in the next day in an advantage state you slept better you have versus and disadvantaged state mm-hmm. and these things start compounding and these are many of the things that are at the root of momentum in life because like look momentum is working for you or against you there you're growing or you're dying mm-hmm. there is no like oh what's going on same old same old that's somebody who's dying yeah emotionally spiritually physically as a species we have to continue to march forward and notice progress or we begin to decompensate. Mm-hmm. And there just isn't anything that I have found that is more impactful in establishing a, a tone of physical, emotional strength than putting your body in a physically challenging scenario first thing in the mm-hmm. morning. Yeah, sets the tone for the whole day. 100%. I mean, you, you touched on diet, and for me as well, like, I don't want to mess up my entire day, including what I eat when I work out first thing in the morning. It's just, you know, it's been great. It complements each other for sure. There's magic in doing hard things. There is. And for the rest of my life, I smile in, in my mind's eye and sometimes even on my face if I think about it hard enough. When I think about things that we're doing or accomplishing I hear your voice say, we do hard things. Mm -hmm. It's kind of fun and playful, but there's so much stinking truth to it. Yeah. When you make doing hard things part of your ethos, where you're not afraid to get in the arena and do something hard, and you might get dirtied up, (laughs) you might get cut up, Mm -hmm. but we're not afraid. Right. There's a sense of boldness and confidence that, it goes so far beyond physical strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you mature that and you nurture that over time, 
being a powerful person is a reason it's universally attractive. Yeah. You want to be in the presence of strong people. Mm-hmm. There's it, just, it's, it's comforting. Yeah. It's admirable. It's magnetic. Mm-hmm. And whatever you're up to in your life and whatever market you serve, you serve it better when you come from a place of confidence. Yeah. And so any uh, last thoughts as we wrap this episode up? I'm just grateful for that conversation that we started the podcast with because it really, it mm-hmm. turned things around for me. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I was, I'm sorry that I misread you. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> it actually, it worked in our favor. It did. Yeah. So we have a, a wonderful story to help illustrate, I think, a very, a very powerful concept. Yeah. All right, Jen. We'll see you next time. Thanks. All right. I want to thank you so much for your attention. Listen, I don't take it for granted. It means the absolute world to me. You can find out more about today's episode at brentwoodmd.com forward slash podcast. There you'll find the show notes, all the related links to this episode and tons of other resources. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And if you've already subscribed, then it would mean so much to me if you left a review. If you think we'd be a good fit to work together, or you would just simply like to know more about the concierge services that I provide my private clients, email us at membership at brentwoodmd.com. And now for the obligatory disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or the giving of medical advice as no doctor-patient relationship has been formed. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should seek the advice of their own medical professional providers.